This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, Beach Check listeners. This is Teresa Mahoney, audio and video editor at The Oregonian and Oregon Live. On this bonus episode of the podcast, TV reporter Christy Turnquist interviews Oscar-winning actor Octavia Spencer. Spencer is an executive producer and narrator of the Investigation Discovery documentary series called Lost Women of Highway 20. The three-part series is based on the Oregonian's multimedia project, Ghosts of Highway 20. The story focused on cases involving women who were raped and killed over the course of several years near Highway 20 in Oregon. Turnquist asks Spencer how and why she decided to get involved in the project, what stood out to her in the story, and what she hopes viewers will experience while watching. Here's their conversation. My name is Christy Turnquist, and I am with The Oregonian, OregonLive.com in Portland, Oregon. How are you? (laughs) I'm fine. What a pleasure it is to talk to you. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to do this. I mean, obviously, as you know, um, certainly in in the series, uh, The Lost Women of Highway 20, there's tremendous interest here in Oregon, because obviously the case has happened here. And I just wanted to ask you why this was something that, that you decided to get involved in as an executive producer and the narrator. Well, for me, uh, you know, I forgot I was a narrator. Thank you for saying that. You're the first person to remind me of that today. Um, Very effective narration. (laughs) Thank you. Um, We, uh, just to to, to make a long story short, we were um, with our producing partners, um, October Films. We were uh, developing something else. And um, I remember Matt Robbins telling us this story. And and it was just in a, 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 a quiet lull where we were getting to know each other because he, you know, had heard that I was a, a true crime enthusiast. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard of this story. I had mm-hmm. never heard of these women um, or the killer or the circumstance uh, that allowed him to uh, hide in plain sight. I was then intrigued and um that's how we became involved and y- you guys did some extensive uh research and and uh i i think what the articles uh ghosts of 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 highway 20 is is what you that's correct, it, yeah. it was so illuminating and scary and if you see, I spend a lot, I'm from rural Alabama. So I spend a lot of time in dark, on dark highways. And it, it just, I, I felt uh, a kinship with the women and that the fear that it had to, you know, um, they had to, to feel and, and just, I just ran the gamut of emotions and I knew that we really wanted to tell this story. We really wanted to um, restore some of the dignity that was uh, taken uh, from these women. 
Yeah, that's very well said. I mean, I know that was something that that you know the Oregonian uh, team that worked on this had as a focus as well. Um, you know, and you mentioned that that you you're kind of a true crime enthusiast, and it, the genre could not be more popular at the moment. Um, I'm just interested in some of your thoughts on sort of why you think that is, and how something like Lost Woman of Highway 20 kind of fits into, I guess, the the general category of a true crime story. Is there something about it that's different? Well, what's different about it for me is, um, you know, if you, what is that adage? If you want something done, uh, give it to a woman. <laughs> um, and uh, to hear, to know um, that uh, the one rape victim who spoke out about the brutality, you know, of her encounter with the, the now killer Um it, the fact that he could have been arrested and had no more victims if only um, her voice had been heard, it made me angry. And uh, so I felt this is a a great example of, of what could have been, what voices that we didn't have to lose if we had only paid attention to those victims. So that's what is different for me for this story. I... I, I don't know why. I think part of, of the reason why there's um, uh, such a, a fascination with true crime is that it's about self-preservation. At least it is for me. I can speak from my knowledge mm-hmm. that it's about self-preservation. I want to know um, the situations that uh, might seem um, docile and uh uh, harmless, and then you find yourself endangered. So, um, I, for me, it's about that, and and uh, just uh, being aware of of situations around me. And sometimes, in all honesty, at the end of the day, it it might just be that I just want to solve a, a mystery. Um, so, I, I I would love to know, though. I would love someone to do a study. <laughs> uh, what about the fascination? Why are we so fascinated uh, with with true crime? I'm I'm very interested to know that myself. That's a great idea. I mean, yeah. a documentary about why people love true crime documentaries. I would watch that. I would watch that too. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, you know, you've kind of touched it on on it already, but I also wanted to ask, um, sort of what what you kind of hope viewers may may get out of this once they watch it? Is there something you kind of hope they learn or or feel or experience? For lost women, they're, 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 uh, when, you, when you watch the, uh, the project as a whole, one of the themes that, that jumps out for me um, is, is, you know, whether it's the, the victims or the victims' family members, there's a lot of abuse uh, sexual abuse, uh, assault, you know, physical abuse. And then of course, Rashonda having been murdered, but all of her cousins, they all went through something and they all spoke out. They spoke, they did what we asked them to do. If you're being hurt, tell a teacher, tell somebody. And they all did that and no one helped them. So for me at the end, after you see this project, I hope that their dignity is restored. At least it was for me that you can see the the strength that these women um, uh, 
have and when they were at their most vulnerable and had no one, they had each other. And the fact that they all stayed so close. Um, so I, I hope that we remember that the best way to protect a community is to listen to victims when they come forward. But also, um, we just wanted to, uh, in, a, in our own small way, help to uh, restore the victims, uh, the voices of those victims uh, who were stolen. Yeah, and the, docu the documentary series does such a good job of that. I mean, it really does emphasize what was lost when these right. women's lives were lost or young women's yeah. lives. Yeah. They, they literally were beloved by their communities. That's that's one thing that stuck out to me too. When uh, all of the archival footage of how closely knit the communities were, how sad they were that all of those women went missing. And, and you know, they, they had families who loved them. They had lives uh, that bereaved those losses. And so it's a story I feel that needs to be told. Yeah. Well, and also, you know, clearly this isn't the only project that, you know, that we're talking about today. You're also an executive producer of Feds. Um, and again, there's, you know, there's a lot of stories about FBI cases in narrative TV and in nonfiction TV. So again, I'm curious why, why this was something you wanted to get involved in and maybe how you think this, this is perhaps maybe a little different than some of what we've seen already. Oh, it's definitely different in uh, the regard that we actually um, had um, unparalleled access to the FBI and the agents that we uh, were able to um, interview are all active agents, all active special agents, uh, meaning that they are still working on cases that um, need to be solved and are still actively uh, protecting us um, in their in their duties. Um, what was important for me, one of the reasons we wanted to do feds, it's a sense of, of balance, really. We have the victims of lost women and who will speak for them, who often is their champion. It's members of law enforcement, um, the FBI. And uh, there are real life Avengers who rarely get praise. And I felt like it was necessary for people to watch their their uh how they uh, work how they solve mysteries how they have this dogged determination um i think one of the agents said she didn't work out for two years because she breathed she slept she ate everything was centered around you know that one case and how fortunate we are that they are so committed and dedicated. Um, we know when the FBI messes up because that means a crime happened that we know about, but there's so many things that um, they uh, prevent from happening that we don't know about. And I'm grateful that we don't know the breadth of, um, of those cases. So this is just a small way to um, honor them as um, our everyday heroes. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, I mean, 
people people know you obviously because you you know you've had such a powerful and effective career as an actor, somebody in front of the camera. You know, you're part of the the storytelling um, process there. Um, how would you define the difference or describe the difference, I guess, between being that on camera actor versus being the executive producer, sort of behind the scenes? What's what's kind of uh, I don't know appealing about it or different about being that executive producer role. The executive producer role for me is the most important because um, I get to provide opportunities for uh, a a large number of people, whether it's um, in the unscripted space, which we are grateful to be partnered with uh, Discovery ID and uh, um, October Films. Um, But it it allows... uh, me the opportunity to create opportunities for other storytellers, whether scripted or non-scripted. And uh, the things that are important to me uh, that I get to have a say and how they're executed. So um, I'm very fortunate in that, right? And what else can we expect from you um, as your next projects, either as an actor or an executive producer? Well, because we're on strike, um, and these are uh, unscripted uh, shows. Uh, I I'm free to talk about those and only those. Yes, I see. I totally understand. Let's let's all hope that the strike uh, gets settled and negotiations are successful. That would be lovely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, you've been very kind. Um, is there anything that I haven't asked you about that you wanted to also mention? No. I I just you know I again I I well. I don't even think I've said it. I just feel grateful for the partnership with um, October Films, uh, Discovery ID, or Reed Entertainment, um, and uh, Max. We 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 feel fortunate that we get to um, work in this space and tell these stories. So we're grateful. Again, many many thanks for taking the time to do this. I appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Beat Check with the Oregonian. You can watch Lost Women of Highway 20 on Investigation Discovery and Max. You can also watch the Oregonian's five-part Ghosts of Highway 20 series on our YouTube channel. I'll put a link in the show notes below. If you like this show, give us a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It really helps people find the show. And tell a friend. Help spread the word. The best way to support our journalism and stories like this one is with a subscription to The Oregonian and Oregon Live. You can do that at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Until next time.